really enjoying his new album that came out recently. Just thought I'd say that since this song was playing and it was a remix by him. Anyways, welcome to another episode of Life of the Lost. Um, I'm Sam and... I'm Megan. And uh, yeah, let's uh, jump right into it. I know that you have a few things you'd like to start off with. or Yeah, I thought we could start talking about... um, Because I know sometimes we're like very subject geared into what we're going to talk about. But I thought we could start off by talking about like maybe five minutes of like a pro and a con of this week of yours and mine. Like a good or a bad thing or something. You want to go? Okay. Um... How about how about you? Yeah, okay. how about you start? Um so I guess mine kind of work hand in hand together. Um I had a root canal, which you'd think was a con. And the last root canal I had was super intense. It was downtown and it was this guy and it was I was on the chair for almost two hours and I was like internally crying and like shaking because I could feel everything he was doing and it was horrifying um, and he was trying to pry my mouth open and it just wouldn't stay open. He was yelling at me. So anyways, <laughs> it was horrible. So when I went in for a consultation, this guy was like, okay, like, yep, you definitely need a root canal. Do you, would you like to do it now? And I didn't really have time to think about it because I thought maybe we'd do this another time, but I was like, let's just go. And he was the kindest guy and he talked me through everything and was joking. It was very like cynical, but um it was great and he numbed me and up enough so I didn't I really didn't feel anything except pressure and really made me happy because such a seriously horrible experience from last time turned into kind of a really beautiful light-hearted experience this time and I guess that kind of works hand in hand like this pro and con of the week nice so that's <clears throat> like a pro and con in the same event yeah, kind of. I mean, that kind of took up the whole week like that. And then the next day I had to go find another dentist for a cap and stuff like that. So that was kind of the big thing this week. Nice. Well, uh, pro for me. Hmm. A pro, pro, pro. Let me think, let me think, let me think. I, I know a con. I just don't know um, pros and coming to mind. Well, a con would be um, on Friday, um, had to take Maya to a glow-in-the-dark party after school. And uh, initially, I didn't know she wanted to go until her mom told me that she wanted to go. So I ended up having to pick her up and kind of hang out at the house for like 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, and then take her back to school for the glow in the dark party. And before we left her after school, when I first picked her up, we got a blue uh, band for the after party. And the lady said that if you wear that, you don't have to go on the line. So I had it and then we ended up getting there and then she ended up not wanting to have her uh, jacket and then... Or her backpack, yeah. And then um, we were halfway there and she just started panicking and saying like, oh my God, my mom's going to get mad at me because I I don't wear my jacket. And she's going to say, well, you should wear a jacket because she doesn't want me to get more sick. And what are we going to do with my backpack? Can we pick it up after? And I was just like, uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, and then she was just panicking the whole way. Then we forgot the blue band and she was like, oh my God, now I'm waiting the line. She's like, I don't want to go anymore. And I was just like driving me crazy. And then I didn't bring any cash. We We weren't able to get any of the glow things that they were selling right before we went into the event. It was just a little bit of a negative, 
just taking L's left and right, you know, Maya voicing her frustration at me very adamantly. Um, definitely at a young age knows where to cut my heart. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was not the funnest night ever. And oh, maybe a, a pro would be um, just, just playing Mario Party. That was pretty, that was pretty nice. Um, oddly addicting. Um, but yeah it's not mario party what is it called i don't know mario 3d or something yeah mario 3d world me and Maya used to play a little bit side by side and then i asked sam to play and i thought maybe you just play like one little like mini game with me and i was like that that'd make me really happy but then then you did like an entire world with me which is what 10 mini games yeah it was a lot it was a lot it was fun so we stayed up last night but yes, let's get into it. So I'm going to take it back about six to seven years from now, um, which makes me about 25 years old. Um, at the time, I'm living in Minnesota with my parents. I just left a seven-year relationship. I have no responsibility other than work. And I was asked to be uh, the maid of honor in a wedding. And this wedding was from a very longtime friend, and the wedding was in Minnesota, um, we lived within like a, I want to say like less than a mile from each other at the time. Um, mm-hmm. Literally like within a few blocks from each other. So everything was really convenient. Um, I agreed. We had a really great time. The wedding was awesome. And now fast forward to now. I'm 31. I'm living in New York City. Um, and I was asked to be the maid of honor in a wedding in Wisconsin. So New York to Wisconsin. I agree. And I'm at home here about, maybe this was last weekend. I'm doing measurements for this dress. And she picked this really great website to do to do the um, maid of honor and the rest of the bridesmaids dresses. It's pretty convenient. But while I'm doing it, I'm kind of like, my blood pressure starts rising. And I'm like, okay, is it because I'm like body conscious and I'm measuring myself or what it is? And then all of a sudden it just like, this giant wave just crashed into my chest and I realized that like I'm a responsible adult right now this is not the same me seven six years ago there are priorities um I have a serious job uh we're paying rent we're paying bills um I'm a dog mom I'm a partner I'm focused on my health so I can be here for the most important part of my responsible adult life, I guess, which would be Maya. And I feel like this dress measurement, i it's taking up my time and I don't have time. It's taking up my energy and I feel like I don't have energy into it and I felt really bad, but I had to tell my friend, like, I'm not going to be in your wedding. and. I was just overcome with this giant amount of guilt. And I guess for once in my life, I have kind of taken a step backwards and thought, well, maybe it's a step forward, right? Because I'm trying to get rid of these feelings of feeling guilty and trying to understand that I'm like, really need to focus on myself. And I guess in my head, that's super selfish of me because you agreed to something and now you're taking it back. But I also feel like it's not fair to my friend as well because I feel like she deserves to have a maid of honor who's, to be honest, 
first in her state so they can do all the fun things. You know, it's a wedding. It's supposed to be a really fun time. Um, and I want them to be present and just there for them. And I feel like it's just, it can't be me. And I know that when I talk to you about it, you're like, yeah, no, no, just tell them how you feel. But to me, it was like so much more deep than, than just telling somebody how I felt. It was just like, oh, my God, I like feel like I'm going to let this person down. Like all of was this it stuff. Though? No. I just yeah. told like my truth and she's like, oh, I feel don't like worry. a lot of that. Sorry, I don't mean to be blunt. I just feel like a lot of that is in your head. And, you know, as somebody who cares about you and somebody who isn't going to just tell you what you want to hear and just tell you how it kind of is. It's that's kind of I feel like that is something that you've struggled with all your life is just feeling guilty for how other people might assume your rea- they'll take your reactions mm-hmm. and i i guess for me it's a little hard to understand as much as i say i understand um because uh i feel like a lot of that is like this made up narrative in your head mm-hmm. um and again i i don't mean to like um this isn't it's not like a bias i, I don't know i'm just like <laughs> just telling you how it is yeah you know and um I've always, you know, supported you and wanted you to just be the best version of yourself. And so that's <laughs> why does I say that? It's just, um, just to be more, I don't know. I can't even say like, don't care. It's not about being not caring. I don't know how does. Really but I think that's okay it. though too. And I think that I'm kind of coming in this weird crossroads right now where I don't, I'm understanding that there are some things that I can't care about. And that it's, <laughs> sorry, Oreo's playing with that toy and it's just so cute. Um, there's some things that I just can't care about and that it's okay to be selfish. And I think that for a very long time, I've had a hard time prioritizing myself over anything. And it's a really big problem. And I just, I guess it's weird because like living with you and you're kind of like, okay, being like, okay, this is, this is what I want to do. Like, it doesn't matter. And I'm just kind of like over here trying to, okay, but well, like, what does this person want to do? And like, I'm trying to count for you. But then what, where does that leave me? That leaves me in a position where I don't get to do what I want to do because I didn't advocate for it. Yeah. And it just makes you feel upset because as if you had a conversation with me without me being involved. And I'm just like, all right, cool. I'm going to do this. And you're just like, all right, <laughs> whatever. And I'm like, what's, what? <laughs> Because you're, I guess, upset because I didn't hear you out, even though you you didn't really voice yourself. And, and it is like a conversation in my head, and it's not a good one because I, I feel like I'm in my head. I'm like giving you time to do the things that you might need to do and then kind of expect it back, but without letting you know. And I think it's just these like unsaid expectations that I've had. And now, like, today, like, I was super proud of myself. Right before you went to the gym, I was just like, all right, like, you're doing one of two things. You're either going to put all the clothes away or you're going to do the dishes. Like, which one? And, like, that made me feel so good because I didn't feel like, okay, you're going to the gym. Now I have to clean the whole house by myself because that's just what I need to do. I just felt like, okay, like, just put your foot down and be okay with whatever one he doesn't want to do. But just at least kind of make him decide. Um... And I know it's like starting small, but it just makes me feel good that I'm able to do that with you not getting upset 
because like you said, it's a narrative in my head where I think that you're going to get upset if I pick something. Yeah, I guess in my life, I'm just getting fucking fed up with um, this desensitivity bullshit in every sense of the word um, in my life, too. I want to be able to train myself in terms of just just being shot down, like straight up, just like, yo, you fucking suck at this, but it's okay. But you just fucking suck. And for me to be like, nah, I feel that. I feel that, you know? Just because it's just like, yo, um, if you're if, if somebody in your life isn't going to say that to you, who will? Mm-hmm. You know, who's going to fucking say that shit? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think know. this kind of goes back to what we were talking about yesterday with Maya and how to kind of, I don't want to say train, but how to... She's she's going to turn, what, eight in February. So how to get her into a position where she... How, how would you say that? But that starts with me and you. That starts yeah. with the older people in her life. That's kind of where I'm bringing it to in terms of just being able to just cut each other down for the sake of trying to have each other grow. Like an example would be like, yo, like, <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're fucking ignorant with this shit right here. And you're being like, oh... I feel that. No, no, no. That makes sense. That makes sense. You know, or like, you know, in the sense of not saying that like you're an ignorant person because you're not an ignorant person, you know, mm-hmm. or you're you're a stupid person. No, you're not a stupid person. But that act was a little bit idiotic, you know, in the sense of just being like, all right, let's keep it a buck. And so we can be able to have these conversations that might be a little hard to have, but to just know that like what the person is saying is like something that isn't supposed to hit somebody else personally and more in terms of just trying to understand their weak points mm. instead of like saying, because then what happens is if somebody is feeling like that, then the other person feels as though they're walking in eggshells in a way, trying to get around something that they're wanting to say, but they can't because they know that if they say it, they'll cross a red line and the whole conversation will be dead in the water because somebody's upset then. And when somebody's upset, they can't hear what the other person has to say. And it's just like really frustrating um, as an individual because I myself, like, like I said, I want to, I'm trying to train myself to take really harsh criticism. I'm trying to train myself to take really bad like things that I've done and just like, I don't know, just, just not grow, like just to improve. Even that just sounds like silly, but I don't know. Just, I just want to be able to take, take shots and just like learn how to just, just, you know, get through them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So (laughs) that's, uh, that's a little bit of uh, where I'm where I'm coming from, in terms of uh, trying to. And I'm over here like tiptoeing through this, because it's so it's like it's maybe like a little bit easier for you, but I, and and I don't know. Sometimes I try to bring it back to you being raised just like an only child, so not necessarily have to do like, but but you did have like you grew up with somebody too who was also adopted, um, who was your mom's best friend's kid. So, so you did have to like do a lot of compromising too. Um, but you did a lot of the time put your foot down and say like, this is what I want. And I, I've never done that my whole life. Just been like, okay, this is what I want. Like this is what I want to do now. I was never that friend who said like, Hey guys, like we're going to go do this at my house. I just followed whatever the hell somebody said. And like, if it ended up here, cool. If it didn't like, uh, like kind of makes me feel bad, but like I didn't advocate it for, so I've never done that. I think, I think it's more of a fact of just, 
I'm curious about your life in the sense of how, why it is that you can't take criticism very well in the sense of when somebody criticizes you, you take it as a criticism on, on your life or on who you are as a human being and on the broadest scale of what they're criticizing you for and where that started from. Where it started from, I like think. In this, and yeah, like if you, cause I, yeah, you'd have to look back in your archives cause. Um, it's interesting cause like, I feel like I'm kind of slowly trying to transition out of that. And it's a bummer because I can see that in my brother a lot. So I, I, I have actually, this is like kind of weird that we're talking about this because fuck it. Um, <laughs> You know when you want to talk about something, but you don't want to bring other people into it because you don't want to, like, offend somebody? Like, I guess I don't really care at this point because it's just how I feel, and this is just how I see it in my perspective. But I think that uh, this criticism stuff came from, obviously, me and Michael growing up and, and how our parents fought and how our parents took things and how there was really never any kind of end result, um... I don't think that my parents are a bad fit for each other. I just think that the communication was never very um, was never very good when we were kids. So how me and Michael saw them fight was they'd get into these horrible arguments, and usually my dad would leave and he'd go stay with my grandparents for a few days, and then he'd come home, and it they got really intense and we never saw any kind of resolution. We just saw these horrible <laughs> things being hurled at people and they were so life altering that it would uproot a family for a few days and then we'd come, everybody would come back together and pretend like it never happened. And I think, I think because we didn't see resolution, like, and we just saw these horrible happenings, like these, for us, it obviously became normal, right? You, the parents would fight really, really bad, and then they would leave. One would leave or whatever, and then come back, and like that's just that's not normal. And it became regular for us, but in the beginning, it was like absolutely devastating because like one parent is leaving. Like, are they going to come back? Was what they said true? Like, it, it's it's like really hard, and I think that that kind of starts there. I want to say. Um, without getting into like really big detrimental details. Um, but it is really hard, especially going back home and seeing kind of these same things happen with my brother, um, with the relationships he's been in, um, and the, the amount of communication that my family has is, is a lot different than what we have. Um, and obviously it's not me and you, we're not perfect either, um, because, yeah, like, I, I really do struggle with, with criticism, and I really do take a lot of things to the heart. I feel like I'm a really big runner, so the second that you say, like, I did something, I'm just like, all right, fuck it. Like, wh what are my plans to escape? As in, like, all right, what? I mean, I always wanted to travel, so, like, I'll just grab Oreo and, like, like what kind of U-Haul should I rent? Like, that's where my head goes. It doesn't go to, like, trying to have this kind of amicable solution or t wanting to even talk about it just like to straight run away um and i don't know if that necessarily even answers your question um down to the to the root because i'm not really sure but um 
for some reason i've been thinking about my brother a lot lately and um the last few times we've communicated in person and how he is and how i can see um big correlations in the both of us and it, it is really scary um I'm just tiptoeing here because I don't want to. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> maybe no. you don't. I'm just like yeah, no. I um, I was just thinking as as you were talking in terms of like my background and why, you know, how I, what, wh- who it is, what, my you know my upbringing and how it landed me here. I don't know. And I was just thinking while you were saying it, you know, like how you're, you know, in terms of how I, why I guess maybe I'm able to handle criticism so differently than you are at the moment is, um, I don't know. I guess I was thinking my, my mom was, <laughs> you've seen my mom. She's, She's very, very critical. critical, very critical of me all the time. And I just wonder like what. But you guys are so fucking funny because you just bounce back. Like she'll say something OD and I'm just like, holy fuck sam like maybe this is when we were living with her maybe we need to just leave for a few days because like that was fucking crazy and you're like no no no, just like just give her like a, a minute like she just needed to say that and i feel like it's because you guys gave each other the space and love and kindness and forgiveness um well i think to to be able to say the things you need to say and not hold that against each other forever because that might be go down to the root of it too. Like my parents are still fighting about some of the same shit that they did when I was a kid. And that's like holding on to something for, for what, 25 years, 30, 30 years. Yeah. So I think that there wasn't like necessarily this space to be open to say like things, but to, to do it in, even in a, in like a not so loving way, but then come back and like, say like, Hey, like, you know, talk about it a little bit more. Yeah, and I guess in terms of, like, me and the frustration and the anger that I had for all these kind of different conflicts and events in my younger youth, like, when I was, like, you know, from the ages of, like, 11 to, like, 16, I really, I really follow through with all of my impulsive, angry decisions, and it led me to a lot of bad places in my life. Um, You know, I... uh, got in trouble really bad um because I didn't want to listen to my mom and I would just hang out with my friends late at night and doing very like bad things and you know I got arrested and it fucking sucked I was in a a room full of like people who really did bad things like kill people and you know did hardcore drugs and and it was just to to be a kid and to be in the, that setting with like nothing out like else but your your yourself and your own wits to be able to conduct yourself accordingly in the hierarchy of a pr- like a, a holding cell or mini prison waiting to get booked or charged or go up to Rutgers or go upstate to like a bigger security like it was crazy to think of like that you're at the mercy of of these people who don't even give a fuck about you like they, you're just a fucking number and just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, it puts new perspective on my fucking life. And so maybe, yeah, and maybe now I'm just like, 
You know, like if I was talking to myself, it'd be like, yo, like you said, right? When you told me earlier about like how I could do, be doing more, if I was, you know, somebody might me talking to myself and be like, yo, you're fucking better than this, Sam. You're fucking better than this. Look at me. Look at me in the fucking eyes right now. You're fucking better than this. You need to wake the fuck up, like straight up like that, you know, like, and I say this with all the fucking love in my heart mm -hmm. and you need to keep on going because you don't have the fucking time and your, 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 your ignorance right now is blinding you to the reality of how much time you think you fucking have, dude, mm -hmm. you know? And like, just to, you know, instead of me being like, yo, come on, chill out, dude, come on, relax. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. You're right. Fuck. You know? Yeah. And but I, I think like the the nice thing about that is because we kind of had a conversation about this yesterday. So I felt good. Not about this, but like about maybe wanting our parents to be different with us as kids, like in a direction, like give us more um, discipline, I guess. So an example would be you. If your mom knew at a young age that that's what you wanted to do, like just music to discipline you more and to help you out and to put you in more programs. Um, and I felt like we were talking a little bit about that, about Maya and how we can help yeah. her and the things that she wants to do. So I felt like that conversation kind of made way to us having a better communication point today when we were talking about what you're talking about now. And it just is nice because I felt like it gave way to like love. Like you're going to love me no matter <laughs> what kind of, shit I'm about to drop on you right now because it was very serious like I feel like you could be doing more with music and things um mm -hmm. and just being very serious because I, I know you and I love you and I like there's so much potential there's so much untapped um like greatness and magic inside of you and I and I don't want to see it wasted in other things not like you're out there doing drugs or going crazy or anything but I I feel like sometimes it's being wasted and I would hate for you to I would hate for what happened to like Io to happen to you. Um, yeah. You know, like, and he's amazing, talented artist, and died, and you know, and the way he died, he had a thyroid disease, and it's like I guess I kind of like giggle or cackle because it's like what the fuck, <sighs> something that could have been completely treated, but it is. It's um. There's these building points, right? And I think that's kind of more of what I'm talking about, too. I didn't have these building points. And, and not to say, like, my parents had a shit job at raising me at all. They didn't. They did what they knew, what they could. They did what they thought was best at the time. And now I'm kind of learning building points and, like, building blocks from you. Like I said earlier, like, having that building block from the conversation yesterday to be able to have a, a strong conversation today about it. Um, like, with love and confidence and you obviously not getting upset because of what I said and you just taking it and me feeling like I can talk to you. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's like, like sometimes it's like, you know, with me, I get, I'm very, I'm very intense and I don't like to sugarcoat things. And so when I like raised my voice, it's because I'm, I'm impassionate. I'm, I'm not, I'm not like, ignorant or I'm not primitive. I'm not like, you know, my raising my voice in terms of I'm going to get to a certain level and just like, you know, throw hands, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do that, but my, my voice will raise and I will, because I'm frustrated that 
the other person isn't necessarily listening to me. And I only question like if you really in the heat of the moment were to listen to me for what it is I'm saying, it will only help, you know, you in in the short term, because if I feel I'm not like and you can try this out, right? Like it's a hypothesis. This is like a, this is a hypothesis and need, needed to be tested mm-hmm. in the sense of if you listen to me like truly and, and, and hear what it is that I'm saying in the heat of the moment and you're like, oh, and if, and if anything that I touch on, if you're honest with yourself and, and in terms of what it is that I'm talking about and you kind of express that honesty out towards me after I say what it is that I saying. I'm not like, I'm not a machine, like, I'm not like attacking you. So for on a personal level, so, so I will hear you and it will help me help you when you explain your side for me to say, hear you out more because it's hard for me to like hear you when you're not listening to me and you're not listening to me because, because I'm you busy, feel like thinking of like how you just like hurt you how i hurt you instead of like what it is that you i felt that you like pissed me off with and Mm -hmm. and you know it'll happen (laughs) you know no one's perfect and yeah you know people make mistakes and it's okay (laughs) uh you know you 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 spill (laughs) spill coke on the floor and forget to pick it up and it's sticky and then I, I walk in it and I walk all over the floor or something. This didn't happen. But then I'm like, yo, you didn't pick up the, the Coke on the floor. And then you're like, I didn't, I didn't know there was Coke on the floor that I spilled or something. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, it, I but just But all feel, I hear is like a blame. Like you blamed me. Yeah. It's like your fault. Yeah. And in my sense, when you say it, it's my fault, I'm like, no, nah. you're right. It, that, is, that is my fault. I, I should have. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And I'm over here like, well, how the fuck is that my fault? I didn't even know. And it's like, it it goes back to two things, right? Like you could be more like you and kind of just be able to bounce off from that and be like, yeah, fuck it. Like it's my fault. Like, let me, let me figure this out. Let me help out. Let me clean this up. And me, I'm over here battling the fact that you said it was my fault because I don't think it's my fault. And it's kind of like a waste of time, a waste of energy and and then I, that's why I get really angry because then I'm just like, like, that's when I start throwing like verbal, like de- degrading myself. Cause obviously I need to work on things too, but that's when my, the degradation of my like responses goes down and diminishes. And I start throwing like verbal punches because then I'm just like, how I don't understand. Like, I do not understand how, you, how you don't understand. And like, because and it's like more simple to you, right? It's like very simplified. And for me, I take it and I complicate it. And this is interesting because today, like I'm walking Oreo and I- so the, most frustrating thing happened to us just now. We uh, were like 40 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour, minute, hour <laughs> deep into a podcast and uh, it turned off. Um, and it's my fault. I know it happened. Unplugged. I didn't screw it in enough. Uh, oh, it's all right. But <laughs> I'm not sure if we're going to bit piece. We, we have 30 minutes of it, so I'm not sure if we're going to piece it together or not, or just kind of start a little bit brand new. But what we were talking about was we gave uh, pro and cons uh, of the beginning of the podcast of the week that we, the past week that we had. And your pro and con was your um, root canal mm-hmm. and, and how better it, how more positive it turned out to be. 
um, than negative. And for me, mine was uh, getting my uh, daughter getting mad at me for the things that I wasn't prepared for on Friday. And a pro would, was playing Mario 3D with you until late at night the following day. And then we were talking about... Guilt. Uh, yeah, feeling guilty and where that stemmed from on your side of the family. Well, we were just talking about guilt in, in general, kind of like how I've always feel guilty. But then we kind of really went deeper into Sam asking... Um, like, why is it that I take everything so personal? And then kind of me sitting throughout the podcast thinking about it and like getting, like, as you're talking, I'm listening to you, but I'm really like deep in thought into where that guilt and thing, guilt comes into taking things very personal as well. And like limiting your productivity in a conflict. Yeah. Fuck. It was so good. Like, I'm so bummed. I have, like, the sniffles because I was crying and everything was super intense. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, I kind of just really was relating it back to childhood. And really quick, I'm going to um, turn the dishwasher off because that's very loud. I feel like Megan gets constantly sidetracked by little random things within the house. Why? You, your guess is as good as mine. I'm not really I sure like how her brain operates. Yeah, and like, person. and that's kind of what I took from your uh, past coworker saying that there's always something kind of going on in your life. Because in my mind, my friend's like, "Yo, what's up?" And be like, "Ah, chilling, chilling." What's going you on? You don't never, but like, if you were to tell people that kind of thing. But that's the thing. It's like there's not. If I really like, I don't because <laughs> like, it's just like yeah, like yeah, I'm, there is, but you know. It is what it is, you know. So like, oh my god, like I just can't. Like this is overwhelming. Like frustrations was, but like, <laughs> yo, if somebody asked me what I'm doing in my life, I'm not just like, yo, just normal. No, no I'd be like, you know, I'm working on like, you know, some music. You know, just uh, trying to work on my nine to five job. Just kind of going through the motions of trying to deal with the environment and my coworkers and stuff. But you know, it's all good. It's kind of like that. Yeah, well, I'm just like I want. I want to tell you. Damn, I want that to that be bothered personable. me that that you turned that off. Because now it's just like you cut, you cut it. It's like you're 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 beating your meat and you don't you don't finish. And it's just like, oh, now now it's like all the water is like the Wait, soap. You can just and... start it again. You just press start. I've done it plenty of times because you've needed the blender, and I learned that you just all start right. it and it redoes everything. I I trust you. <laughs> I've never done it, so I'm a, I'm a, uh, skeptic, but we're talking about the dishwasher. Yes, 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 yes. So where were we? Um, I was talking about the last thing we were talking about, we were talking about, um, just from what I was taking from it is just, um, you are who you kind of hang out with. And I was just emphasizing you know, me wanting to like mentally become better at handling conflict. I think that's something that really is the mental issue that I really try and focus on because I feel like a lot more productivity and progress in anything in your life when you're able to kind of talk with somebody and be able to lay out what went wrong and having both people kind of 
understanding that it isn't a reflection on who they are as a human being, but just how they acted or how what their actions led to in this specific event that caused conflict. And that's kind of like what I'm, what I tend to kind of focus on a lot in my life. I'm just trying to like think of what we were kind of talking about. Yeah, I know because uh, you were talking about. I mean, I I know. I'm just like, damn. Do I go back into that again? Um, it's very emotional. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that your your big question to me was like, wh- where is the root of it all? And I was just talking about my parents and how me and my girl were raised because I do look at my brother and think that. You know, we're, we're very big reflections of each other. Um, we might have different brains completely, uh, but our environment was the same. I'm just four years older than him, and I think how we ended up, not ended up because we're still here, we're still progressing, we're still moving in life, but how we are as humans and how we battle with conflict and how we're able to handle things, we are pretty similar in that way. And I was just talking about when I go back to Minnesota and I see how he interacts with his partner and with my parents and with other family members and friends, it's uh, interesting because I can relate to that a lot. And it's a lot of pros, but a lot of cons too and how how we're similar in that way. And like I was just telling you that it kind of bothers me that he doesn't see the, the potential, his potential because he's like the smartest person I know and it bums me out because I think he has a lot of regrets in his life as to what he, what profession he chose in college, you know, all the way to his relationships, to where he's living, to how he compares himself to his friends not having that house, that car, the kids, the pet, like the everything that you're quote unquote supposed to have by now. And um, which is kind of bullshit (laughs) like I don't know like people who get you know half those people who got married that your brother probably knows are like I think that's like one of the most stupidest things you could have done to be quite honest with you like and I'm coming from somebody who had a legit official (laughs) marriage with somebody you know who had a child with this person and I'm just like yo that was a fucking I didn't what I don't even know who the fuck I was when I was like 24 I still don't fucking know who I was and the fact that there's these people who are like yeah I have a I have a house I'm like dude you're a fucking idiot no offense like maybe I'm I'm a fucking idiot (laughs) but like what like a six-figure thing that you bought in the in in this place that you're gonna spend the rest of your life well that's a fucking commitment either you're fucking stupid or you have the biggest brass balls i've ever had way fucking bigger than mine because i am too goddamn scared to pull that trick and buying a fucking mortgage on a house and god bless you but i damn so then i guess i know that he feels probably like shit because i feel like shit too like what the fuck how, like, how do you have that balls to do that? Like, have kids, wife up, like, whoa. And you're not even, like, 30? Jeez. Maybe different mentality, but, like, sorry. Like, coming from somebody who grew up in the city. I think city definitely was, it is a different different mentality because in, like, the suburbs, that's what you do. Yeah. Everybody has the same fucking house. Like, it's, like, everything's... Apparently from a young age. Yeah, I mean, everybody... That's, like, how my grandparents were. Like, they were having the popping out kids, like, very young and had a house and, like, did, did their thing. And then that's how my mom's and my dad's parents were. And then that's kind of how they were, per se. And 
it's just like the, that that cookie cutter lifestyle. And I feel like it's we're in a position now where you don't need to do that. You can jump when you need to jump and you should be able to jump and have the flexibility well, it's a city to life do that. here. Like growing yeah. up, it was always sh- like shunned upon, like having a kid, getting married, like the fuck. Yeah. You know, like and that's just I think what you did in the suburbs, like that's how it was kind of imprinted on me. You finish high school, you get into college, you're probably in a relationship and then you settle down, you get married then all right you have your apartment but you're fuck rent you want to actually put money towards something that's your house and then your car you don't want to lease it let's just buy one okay well now we have this pet and now it has responsibility we've kind of mastered the responsibility of having a pet now we're going to have a kid and it's just like this linear line and it's not it's frustrating because like that's just not necessarily that doesn't make you successful in any kind of way any I don't even know how to like I could go into that for forever because it just it just doesn't and it like I was telling you earlier just like bums me out because I think like somebody like my brother is like the smartest person I know like you and my brother are the two smartest people I know and um it just it hurts to see that he's kind of in a position where I guess I'll just say this, like sometimes when I was his age, I would wake up and I didn't feel like I had a purpose. So I just didn't, I woke up and I went to work and then I went to work and I came home and I had a nap and then I had dinner. I watched TV and I went to sleep and I did that every single, every single day until the weekend and the weekend, maybe I'd sleep in and like fuck around and go to a, I don't know, some stores, then have a beer, drink a little bit, be a little hungover do it again the next day, like Friday, Saturday, then start work again. And there, it, it really wasn't any kind of way to live because I felt like I had no structure. I had no discipline. I had no kind of, I knew what I wanted, but I didn't do it. And I think that that was a, a big kicker for me was moving to New York City where you're surrounded with people who actually know what they're doing or not necessarily even know what they're doing, but know that they're here with a bigger purpose there's more you walk outside and there's a lot more push to do something to be something and um you can easily get stuck in a dark room in in minnesota and just kind of sit there and think have a lot of time to think and here like i just i maybe you can here too but i i don't see that happening for me as much and um yeah i I feel kind of drained right now (laughs) No, I I completely understand. <laughs> you know, trying to hype myself up, but it it's hard. It's hard. You know, you have a, a long conversation, and it kind of it doesn't get recorded. Um, but yeah, I just uh, it's uh, it's been a it's 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 been a it's been a pretty intense week. Um, a lot of exhaustion. <laughs> And, um, but, uh, just happy that, uh, yesterday was pretty chill and today is, uh, pretty chill as well. Um, I, I'm really trying to do a lot better this, this week. All that stuff that you were telling me earlier and, and uh, and that's accumulating in my mind in terms of just my productivity level. I feel it can be a lot better. And I'm very excited and anxious to start Monday. Like, cause like you, how you were saying earlier, 
Um, I really want to start waking up early, like, and, and being able to do what I, I gotta, gotta do. Cause it's really important to me. And I feel like the better I get at it, the happier I'll feel. Mm-hmm. And, and it starts somewhere everything. too. Like it's, there's, it was interesting going back to Minnesota the last time and I got there it was cool. I was there for two reasons. My cousin was finally having kind of like a, a funeral, more or less. He had died more than a year ago, but there was never any like ceremony or service for him. And so we were able to do that. And one of my f- best friend's dad died and they were going to have kind of like not a service, but like kind of a, a party per se for to celebrate his life. And so I was going to kind of do both of them. But the other one got canceled, and I just was there for my cousin. So it was interesting because that morning when I woke up, it was like 5 o'clock in the morning. I woke up, and I was, like, ready to go. And I in Minnesota, like, not, what was it, like 4.30 in Minnesota time? And it was, like, really frustrating because there was nothing to do. I didn't bring my laptops. I didn't bring a book. I was just like, what the fuck? And so at 5 o'clock, I went upstairs to my parents' room, and I was just like, all right, so, like, just letting you know, like, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm not really sure what's open. Like, is Walmart open? Like, if it is, I'm going to go. I just need to go do something because I feel like very, I can't sit still. And I didn't, you, I didn't have you or Maya or Oreo. So I felt like even more of a reason to go do something, to be productive. And my brother and I think his girlfriend had just left the house somewhere around that time or getting ready to leave. And I had made this whole like story about me, this Instagram story about me being at Walmart at like five or 6 a.m., just like how great it was because nobody was in there and like all these fun things that I saw because I don't go to Walmart here while I'm in the city. It's very rare that we go, although we happened to go yesterday, which was nice. And um, so, yeah, I just did that. And a lot of family members I saw that day were like, why the fuck were you up so early? Like who gets up at five in the morning? I had a lot of people messaging me about like, why wouldn't you sleep in? You're with your family. Like it's kind of like a mini vacation. Why don't you just take this time to rest? But I also don't feel like, to be honest, those people are at the same like level I am and it's okay. They're on their own level. I'm on my own level, but like I would like to get up in the morning so I could be productive and do things that I really want to do while I have these other responsibilities that I have to obtain also. So it's nice to wake up at four to have my own time until 630 when we start getting Maya up and ready for the day. And I need those like two hours. I need that time to do what I want to do. And then it just pushes me to do other things. And I think that maybe other people are okay living that nine to five and going home and having a drink and whatever, having your dinner and like watching TV. But I like, I don't really like doing that. And so it's kind of nice when we're both on the same page, not doing that, doing something else, pushing harder. And I guess, yeah, it was, to be honest, like, kind of annoying when people are like well I don't really understand like why you wake up that early well because like I feel like I have a I don't have a purpose when I don't do that so somebody like my brother I this I mean I could be fucking completely wrong like I mean no disrespect by saying this but this is how I see it he wakes up in the morning and he goes to work and he comes home at like a pretty early time because he gets up early and goes out and he naps for a few hours or he's on his phone for a few hours and he waits for his girlfriend to come home And they like chill and have dinner and watch TV and they do it again for the whole week. Like, hold that just like brings another level of anxiety and depression into my soul thinking about that because you're not doing anything. What the fuck are you doing? Like she reads and like knits or crochets. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? 
and like i'm sorry but that shit actually pisses me off because i see my brother as like a fucking superhuman sometimes like he has the potential to do so much shit like he's done like like these marathons and runs or not marathon what was it a marathon i don't remember what what it was but like he can do all of these things and growing up he was he has and still does have the potential to do all of these things like he was like the star at like this or that like super athletic very fucking smart never really had to study for shit and it's just like sometimes i see him and i don't know if it's like his partner i don't know if it's his friends who surround him but i just see like this wasted potential and it just like fucking kills me and like i was telling you earlier it bums me out because it's not like i can really do anything about it i could sit here and like i don't know if he listens to this probably get really fucking pissed off at me if he did but like whatever it's in the world because it's just how i feel um he he's the only one who can get himself out of that and like i've i've had many times or and i know you've had many times where it's like a come to jesus moment where you've had to get yourself out of that and not jesus come to god moment come to yeah yeah not a religious person so that's like very it's interesting because what i've what i like in in i always had that question who's jesus and who's god not to get into like this religious talk but like my my family would always say they're the same people that's why i said that jesus is like moses they are just individuals who were touched by god they weren't god themselves but i'm just i'm just like yeah yeah yeah. yeah like that, neither here nor there for me. Yeah, but I think that's that's something that I've that's that's something that you, I think you lack too, which is just that you've hit hard times, but but have you hit hard times? Have you hit hard enough times? Like, not saying that I really have hit hit hard hard times, but like, you know, I don't know. I've, I've definitely got I've, hit my reality. Where, yeah. you know, I've gotten fucked up and in the hospital, like the emergency room fucked up, you know, I've almost died, you know, like that's sh- that shit fucking you think he have a come to a higher power moment. You ever said your last piece and legitimately thought that was it. That was fucking it. <laughs> you're, you're gone. You're gone. No one's ever going to know where the hell you died. No one's ever going to know your last story, your last breath. No one's going to know nothing. And it's going to hurt. And it's not going to be easy. And the last thing on your mind is fucking forgiveness. That was the one thing I was thinking about. Just like God, just take care of the people that I love. Please, just take care of them. Please. Is this when you got beat up? No, this is when I was about to die in oh. North Carolina in the fucking wilderness. Literally, there were fucking diamondback snakes everywhere. One fucking bite. I would have been dead. I can't even. That's a crazy thing to me, too. Like, people get judged on that. Like, how do you react when you're close to death? Because a lot of people panic. I did not panic. I was scared. But all I could think about was other people than myself. And that, being able to escape that, that gave me a new meaning to the word empathy. That gave me a new meaning to the word sacrifice for whatever it's worth. Whether I am utilize that feeling now, the reality is, is the longer I get from that, the weaker I forget what that felt like. Yeah. Which is a, 
kind of shitty in the, in the way too. But not at the same time. It's like, what? Do I have to fucking throw myself to the wolves again? <laughs> do I have to fucking almost die again? But that show was fucking... Moment. Yeah, that show yeah. was fucking scary. Yeah. That's why sometimes I like... That's one of the reasons, the only reason why I would like ever like go skydiving to a certain extent. But but that's but that's too like... You put yourself in that moment. Yeah, you it doesn't happen be, organically. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I don't think I've had like a, I've had one. So I've bringing it few, back to like what, what, why I was just like, God, Jesus, like, <laughs> that's yeah. what I was like, but, <laughs> and, but, but yeah, in that sense of just understanding that what he is. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know. It's like sometimes like talking to a fucking wall, you know, like you have all of these ideas and you have all of these like feelings, you know, and like you could tell somebody like how amazing they are or how like how you think they could do A, B and C or how they would be great at A, B and C. But like you can't the age old thing, you know, you can lead a horse to the water, but you can't make them drink. And it fucking sucks, you know, seeing seeing things like that. And I always saw that in my mom too. Is like having like so she's so fucking smart at so many things. She's so good at so many things and like she's kind of retired right now, but she's working part time at a fire department and it's like cool and everything. But like is that what you wanna do while you're retired? Is that like your dream job to do? Because I feel like when you're retired, like you you should do what you wanna do. And maybe she has and she couldn't get it. I, I don't know. But like, what, what is that where you want to end? Is that where you want to die? Like working for a fire department? Like, I, Sure, she doesn't. Sure, no, not nobody does. But it just like kills me sometimes when people like you, you see that. And it's like, damn, I don't know. Is that what you want? Because if it is, I'm like, I'm happy for you. But if it's no. not and like you, you, you feel like you can truth, do though. more than like, fuck. Why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you doing this? Like, you know? That's half the battle, right? Trying. Because even if you try, there's no guarantee that you'll get there. Yeah. That's the moral of Fight Club. Mm -hmm. That's why everyone was upset. People were literally hyped up in the media saying that they could be rock stars, that they could be these billionaires. And the reality is that as you get older, you start to realize that you can't and that you won't be able to. You just don't have it, no matter how hard you try, no matter how smart you are. You just don't have the tangible X factors and the lining of the the planets to get to there, and you're fucking pissed off. What do you do with all that fucking rage? And that's what Fight Club was about. That's what I fucking love. And that's the reality. That's a scary reality. You can do all of this shit. You can wake up at five for the rest of your fucking life and work and work and work, but you might not get there. And that's the dice that you roll. But it's all about the follow through, I think. I'd rather do that every single day and not make and not get anywhere than sleep and slowly wake up wait when I'm to die. To because we're all going to die one day. And it's funny because I was kind of like, I think about death a lot more um, than I ever used to. And it, it, I was at home talking out loud and, and my brother's like, why do you say things like that? Talking about death. And in my head, I'm like, why don't you? Like, doesn't that like, that's, death is such a scary thing, but it's such like a, a motivating thing. Like I talk about death with my grandpa often. Almost every single conversation we talk about death. And about him being here and him not being here and like it's just like 
it it helps me put in perspective my life so when i think of somebody waking up doing like their regular nine to five and not really doing fucking else with their life then it just that that's more scary to me than death i think itself but what do i know yeah this um when we went to synagogue that one time i was i uh i was i was reading stuff in the in the thing and there was this one thing about about death and it was just it was just cool i don't know where let me see like um oh i just have like i just i just took this one thing like does um a passage that I showed you, which mm-hmm. is like really, it, it touched me. It was like a man doesn't have time in his life to have time for everything. He doesn't have seasons enough to have a season for every purpose. Um, something, I can't read that, was wrong about that. A man needs to love and hate at the same moment, to laugh and cry with the same eyes, with the same hands to throw stones and to gather them, to make love in war and war in love, and to hate and forgive and remember and forget, to arrange and confuse, to eat and to digest. What history takes years and years to do. A man doesn't have time. When he loses, he seeks. When he finds, he forgets. When he forgets, he loves. When he loves, he begins to forget. And the soul is seasoned. His soul is very professional. Only his body remains forever and amateur. It tries and it misses, gets muddled, doesn't learn a thing, drink, drunk and blind in its pleasures and its pains. He will die as figs die in the autumn shriveled and full of himself and sweet the leaves growing dry and the ground on the bare branches already pointing to the place where there's time for everything boom i thought that was really cool Mm. because it's like i don't know it it like complicates everything It, it shows the 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 problem mm-hmm. and then it shows the complications of thinking about the problem but then it also shows that there is no problem mm-hmm. and that's what i that's what i love about that kind of just like somebody just saying there's no time i can't do everything i can't it's just so confusing i'm so hard, i'm so tired i'm just i i just want to be happy i just i don't want to be sad i i, I don't want to be angry but i, I just want to be fulfilled and i don't want to be hungry but i want to feel the urge to to be motivated i you know it's just like all right <laughs> you, you know you'll you'll get all that just don't it's think like, about while it while you're talking while you're saying that passage it reminded me of like just literally i don't know why this kept going through my head but like rich piana and how he would like eat a lot and just say like trick the body gotta trick the body or, or do different things and work out <laughs> differently and i think that's kind of uh, goes rich. along with with this because it's like just just get up and do something it's okay like like you're gonna have all of these like ups and downs and pros and cons and like questions and fears and everything but like trying to do something is half the battle and like picking what you're gonna do is half the battle too and had this conversation with my brother on the way to this like sporting goods place last time and we were talking about um what to do 
I, I really kind of want to get back into swimming, racing competition, but I also want to do a few other things. And I know that I can't do all of those things with this at the same time. I know that picking one or another is very vital right now because it's where you get put your time into. And that's the most, I think that's the most mature thing to do is consistency in the thing that you want to do. Even if it's not working the way that you think it's working, you do you give up? No, you you don't give up. You keep doing it because it it's bigger than the than than it working. It it's you deciding to just put your foot in the ground and say, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do this for forever. I'm gonna do this for fucking ever. Because what would happen if I decide not to do that and just start something new because it's not working? Am I starting something new because it's not working or am I starting something new because I don't want to do it? And if I don't want to do it, why don't I want to do it? It's because it's not working. Because it's not as easy as I thought it was. Yeah. And and that's kind of, I think that's the worst thing to do is just to start something new or to just do too many things. Um, and it's hard to kind of pinpoint exactly what it is that you're you're going to do. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're good at like a few different things, but or if you if you do like have a taste in a lot of different things, you know, deciding what to do is is kind of a battle in itself. I think it's just sticking with what you want to do, not deciding what you want to do. If you're good at like art, why 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 not just continue it? Why not continue doing that thing? What? Because it's what hard. Because people doing, don't like, like multiple things. Well, that's no, the problem. no, you have to pick one. No, I know, but no, the, I'm what saying, I'm like, saying is like that's that that's the battle right there. It's like if you're good at multiple things and you have to pick one, then like it's not as easy to just like flip your fingers and. Well, I'll use you an example. You're good at art, so stick with art. Don't don't do anything else to a certain extent. Yeah, you can do your 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 swimming. You do your fitness, but that's not your number one goal. Whenever you have but a chance. But then that kind of leads to this sometimes, right? Because then like I'll, like I could be doing my art right now, but now this is like an hour and a half into this, and now I have to go edit this and then I'm not going to have time to do art because then there's the game and there's like all of these things so it's like that's where it gets complicated because then we're doing you're well then doing it's two sorry things. it's like two things like I think I think doing like two things is like better than like doing like once it gets to like three things I think that that's like a little like bigger in the sense because I think it's important to have something else that you can do in terms of like cutting off and breaking up the monotony of the one other thing that you're doing yeah. And then coming back and forth flipping because then it kind of gives you, you can dive into two, you know, come back, dive into two, come back like that. Yeah. No, but, that makes sense. Well, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like, sorry, but I'm just bummed. Like, I felt like. Um, you got to gotta remember what you tell me. I know. Next play. But I just have no, like, energy left because, like, I was so passionate about, like, what I was talking about. And I was, like, crying about all of this stuff. And I think, like, it just took a lot out of me because it's not like I was planning on doing that. But it just took a lot out. And I think that, like, it's hard for me to talk right now because I feel as if, like, I'm repeating. I'm, like, saying the same thing over, but it doesn't have as much meaning, as much passion as it did when I first said it. So it's just, like, it's hard. Um trying to rebound but i'm doing like the best i can because like 
Mm-hmm. Imagine what a musician feels like. They got to play the same song over and over and over again with the same enthusiasm for different crowds. Yeah, but there's like a crowd there. And it's hard because like, right now it's just me and you. And I'm like, Can oh, you imagine God, how Blink-182 plays all the small things? They played that for 10 years. More. Again, yeah. again, it's trust me. Like it's always a good, but boring. But any, I, I guess that's like part of like that trying to get that professional mindset, which is like, yeah. What like I just try? I'm trying to start thinking about like, what if somebody's paying me to do this right now? Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> you're <looking a> little <laughs> a set. Oh, cut, 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 cut. Um, yeah. You're gonna read that okay, one, Sam? Yeah, yeah. You look a little. Uh... No, no, no. I'm just uh, just thinking about that last uh, thing. Um, it doesn't matter. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, where were we? T- you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Like, I was just talking, talking out loud, talking yeah. out loud. Um, it's always good to improve. You know, for the next time, we'll we'll improve. This is a work in progress. We're trying to uh, learn from our mistakes, and we're trying to uh, move forward with them. And this is us. This is who we are at, at, at uh, in the raw, you know, no, no uh, curtains uh, shrouding any aspect of our personalities. At one point, maybe that was the case with us, but now I'm, you know, I'm trying to speak as freely as I, as I can. And as I want to, I am who I am. And, and, um, and God forbid, like, I remember for, for like the first, like, t- 20 episodes I just tried to refrain from talking about my family at all um and certain people like friends or anything and like I guess I had this moment yesterday that um I don't know what I was listening to but it, it was um it was I think a speech from somebody who knew, so right it was a movie from this person who was dying and he said, like, you know, if if you're if you're hearing this right now, it's like, because I'm gone, and I just want you to be A, B, and C, and like do better, and all of this stuff. And it's a bummer because the actor actually killed himself in real life. And I don't think that going back to kind of death, I don't think we prioritize that as much as we should, and think about that as much as we should. And like, I don't know. Like I said earlier, my brother could be really fucking pissed off that I'm having a conversation about about any of this or my family. I don't even know if what made it on the last podcast, if we're going to put that out. But I was pretty much talking about how me and Michael were raised and how my mom and dad, like when they fought a lot of the time, um, my dad would leave for a few days. And it was really detrimental to me and my brother because we weren't sure. You know, they the communication wasn't there we didn't know what was going on we didn't know if dad's gone forever we didn't know and it became a normal thing and that's not a good thing that's not good communication that's not good parenting at a core that's not good um a way for us to build for us to learn how to have fights with our significant others for us to learn on that and and like these aren't positive things and I'm not shitting on my parents for for raising us poorly they they did what they could with with the building blocks that they had so each generation, you just hope that you just keep getting better and you could just keep learning and you just keep pushing. Um, but just going back to kind of like, I don't want to say not giving a fuck, but also just feeling as if what I say right now is just the honest truth and how I feel. And if somebody wants to take it any kind of way, then that's all right. Like, I feel good about what I said because it's like coming from my heart and it's just, I'll just put it this way. Damn, that's going to be too deep. I'm too scared now <laughs> after I was just preaching this. Um, 
sometimes we hear things in life. Sometimes we see a quote. And I'll put myself in an example. When I was younger, there was this thing called Rob Breezy. Brenzy Breezy. I used to work for this place called City Pages, and it was a magazine in Minneapolis. And it was kind of the to-dos, like the events coming up this week. And it had all these cool artists and all of these things. And in the back, there was a section of horoscopes by this man named Rob Brenzy or Breezy. And after I left that job, I still looked at his website and the horoscopes. And I would somehow kind of relate it to the relationship I was in at the time. And every time I read it, it was pretty much saying, leave, flee, you can do better. And it was a bummer because I took it the way I heard it. And that could have been pertaining to anything like a job, like maybe a roommate or maybe like, like school or maybe that could have been geared at anything. But I took it in the way I heard it because I knew that that pertained to me and the relationship I was in because I was not meant to be there. I should not have stayed as long as I did. And the potential for myself to grow was completely and utterly limited. And that's what I heard when I read his things. So when I talk and if other people take it offensively or think like, oh my God, is she talking about me? Or maybe like, oh my God, I'm offended. Like you're taking it how you're hearing it. And if you think that, maybe maybe I am. Maybe I am saying that. But for the most part, I'm just trying to be super blunt and saying exactly how I feel. But without saying exactly how I feel. And, and I know how fucked up and complicated that is to an extent. But, but I'll get there. Yeah. Until you just say how you feel. And then that's, that's it. <laughs> and... um yes i think uh is the game think, about to be on <laughs> yeah i mean it is gonna be on soon but i think that it was oh, uh fuck. yeah i think that it was a uh, this was this was a good rebound from uh the first podcast we did literally right before this but it got cut off and um yeah i'd like to maybe start you know having more informative like cool topics to you to talk about just like any any other like you know Things that are on our mind, I think it'd be really cool. Like the Fight Club thing, <laughs> that was pretty cool. I, I don't know, I liked it. Um, but uh, let's wrap it up because we got stuff to do. Yeah, yeah. So, um, with that being said, guys, um, thank you for bearing with us. Uh, thank you for if you're if you're listening this long, uh, we really appreciate you and know that uh, really grateful. And uh, hope you have a great rest of your day whichever day you're listening to um all right so take care peace